Hi, and welcome to First Bite, a nation's restaurant news podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie. Today is Friday, February 2nd, and here are your top stories. First, Israel-Palestine conflict-related boycotts put a dent in Starbucks' Q1 results. CEO Laxman Narasimhan pointed to the Middle Eastern conflicts and trafficked softening in the China market on weaker results. Second, McDonald's updated burgers are now available nationwide. McDonald's Best Burger Initiative was first announced in April, and the burgers, which include everything from new buns to more sauce, are now available across the U.S. Third, Starbucks announces a partnership with GoPuff for late-night and overnight deliveries. The restaurant company also announced a partnership with Bank of America, Valentine's Day menu items, and more. Fourth, Taco John's franchisee started her career as a secretary in the company she now owns. Tamara Kennedy owns six Taco John stores in the Twin Cities area and was the 2023 recipient of the International Franchise Association's Bonnie Levine Award. And finally, Popeyes announces plans for franchise development in Italy. Parent company Restaurant Brands International signed a deal with Iberian Master Franchisee to open its first location this year. Now let's dive deeper into a trending story of our website. Chipotle founder Steve Els's semi-automated plant-based restaurant, Colonel, which raised $36 million in Series A funding last summer, has received some superstar investors and an official opening date. New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones and Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, the latter is known to be a strict vegetarian, have received equity stakes in Colonel in exchange for their monetary investments in the budding company, according to the New York Post. With two high-profile investors on the board, Colonel is one step closer to fruition and even now has an opening date and location. The first Colonel storefront will open at 315 Park Avenue South on February 12th in New York City's Flatiron District. According to Eater, Colonel is now on track to open 15 locations over the next two years. Each restaurant will feature a meat-free, though otherwise traditional fast food menu, and a kitchen and storefront run mostly by robots, with a maximum of three human employees per location. For more on the story, let's turn to Joanna Fantosi. Okay, so Joanna, we have uh, some news that um, Steve Ells' new project is uh, going to be open in New York City in mid-February, um, and it kind of covers a lot of the boxes that we have talked about. It's plant-based, it has robots, and it's from a famous man. So tell me a little bit about what this concept is and sort of how it can fit into the industry now. It's sort of becoming that robot-run restaurants or partially automated restaurants are becoming the darling of the industry. Um, it's sort of become, it, it's the trendy thing to invest in. Uh, it's a trendy thing to be paying attention to. Um, and whether or not these semi-automated um, or fully automated restaurants become uh, more than just a niche or quasi gimmick remains to be seen. Um, but we've seen a few of these, not only in New York, but in various cities across the country. Um, and so Chipotle founder Steve Ells is kind of throwing his hat in the ring. Um, and as we reported last summer, he uh, his next big project post Chipotle um, is that he is going to be founding this uh, plant based restaurant chain called Colonel. It's going to be semi-automated. Um, so by that, I mean it's run mostly by robots, but um, each location will have up to three human beings to, I guess, kind of intervene where wherever um, the robots aren't able to do something or if there's a problem, et cetera. Um, and that's kind of where we are right where we are right now is that there are very, very few, if any, concepts out there right now that are fully, completely automated, human free. Um, it's really difficult to do that. But yeah, Steve Ells, I think um, among other um, restaurant tech people in the industry kind of see the uh, the potential of a place like Colonel. Um, 
and what he has beyond maybe some of the other some of some of the other um places that we've talked about like the remy robotics run better days uh what he has is he has a ton of money to back it up um so last summer we talked about how they raised 36 million dollars in series a funding and now the big news um is that they have some pretty high profile investors and an opening date as you said they're going to be opening uh the first kernel location in mid-february in uh in new york city and their investors are actually two nfl quarterbacks um new york giants quarterback daniel jones and chicago bears quarterback justin fields um and actually it's inter it interesting because you would think that because it's plant-based that both of them be, will be vegetarian but they're not only one of them is that this is just kind of um, the direction that I think um, a lot of restaurants are going, especially for um, fast casual restaurants. And look, obviously not every concept out there is going to be run by robots, but they're taking the technology and the idea of letting automation kind of guide the um, guide your operations and kind of supplement human labor. Um, and that's kind of where we're going with uh, with at least with fast casual. It really seems like bowl building concepts, especially robots seem to be really good at. Um, and so Kernel itself, it's kind of a fun name. Um, they're going to be making plant-based sandwiches. They're going to especially be known for apparently their chicken sandwich, um, as well as kind of healthier items like salads. We kind of snooped into their um, social media pages because there's not that much information available out there right now. Um, but they're going to be going in all in on technology because it's not just about the robots, but they're also going to be having an in-house operating system. Um, and I think that's really interesting. Uh, we're seeing a lot more of in-house tech stacks. Um, and so whether or not this becomes the big thing with hundreds of locations, I doubt that uh, Colonel's locate number of locations will ever reach um, the ubiquity of, of Chipotle, for example. Um, but uh, so I guess how um how large these concepts become remains to be seen um but it but it, this is like i said this is the direction that the industry is going toward more automation toward more ai even if the technology isn't perfected yet you know this brings a couple of thoughts to my mind one of which is the direct comparison to chipotle which is using robots in its make line under steve ells's name but not leadership anymore but that steve ells has this new concept that's robots, yes, it's trendy, but he has all this restaurant experience behind him that a lot of these other companies don't have. Um, so how do you think that's gonna help his robot run restaurant or cobot run restaurant grow in a way that others are maybe not prepared for? I love that you're using the word cobot, which is kind of a newer word in our vocabulary as we've learned. Um, yeah, I do think that uh, that Steve Ells might have a little bit of a leg up from uh, from other companies because um, Remy Robotics, a couple of others that I've written about, are coming at it from the technology perspective. Um, so Steve Ells is coming at it from the entrepreneurial and specifically the food entrepreneurial perspective. And uh, so he might be more focused on the food aspect of things than he is on the food as vehicle for this technology. Um, and because, I mean, it sounds kind of obvious, but it doesn't matter how many robots you have making the food or how cool it is or how cool it might look on Instagram or whatever, or TikTok. Um, if the food isn't great, then it doesn't really matter. Um, and you won't be, you'll be around much longer, especially starting in a tough town like New York City. Um, lots of restaurants uh, closed down within one year of operation there. 
Um, and so I do think that he has a lot of experience under his belt. He's going to have to do a lot to stand out, though, because um, as I kind of noted in my story, not only are there a lot of um, are, are there a couple other robot run restaurants out there, um, but there are also a lot of plant based quick service restaurants that have been popping up. We've been writing about them quite a bit. And I just thought of um, a couple in New York City. So that would be um, Neat Burger. Uh, PLNT burger, um, and they, I mean, obviously those are burger concepts, this is more of a sandwich and salad concepts, it's a little bit different, um, but plant-based quick service and fast casual chains are really becoming much more popular. Um, and so both of these fields, uh, but both of these uh, fields, both plant-based um, and uh, robot run or semi-automated restaurants or AI enhanced restaurants, you might wanna call them, um, are just becoming much more popular in the industry, and the field is kind of getting crowded. You know, we talked a few weeks ago about this thought of cobots, and that a lot of these places that are opening up robot-run restaurants are having to hire people to complete the finishing steps when it comes to robots making food. So do you think the fact that Els is having more people at the restaurants means that there's more of a focus on quality, not just with food, but with the way it's prepared? So I, I really think that any of these companies, Remy Robotics, Miso Robotics, they also have a robot run concept that they're working on. Um, I think that they realize that robots aren't good at everything. And probably Steve Ells realizes that too. Um, so it's not so much a matter of that this robot technology isn't good enough um, and that humans have, maybe have to take over if it messes up. It's more like um, humans and robots are good at different things. So something that a that we've learned um, from talking to these different uh, robotics companies, something that robots are really good at is being exact when it comes to measuring out ingredients. So for example, if you have a robot running a pizza, um, a, a line of pizzas, let's say, um, and they will put the exact right amount of, on that assembly line, they will put the exact right amount of cheese and toppings so that there's not too much cheese and toppings on there so the operator isn't wasting money. But at the same time, they aren't as good at minute tasks. So things like, things like maybe picking up um, individual smaller ingredients um, or wrapping up a burger or chicken sandwich, um, that they're not quite good at uh, quite yet. And so I think that this is just really more of a, more about um, cobots is about, you know, humans and robots coexisting in harmony. It sounds kind of weirdly utopian and everything, but when it comes to, I guess, running these restaurants, a lot of these companies, and like I said, probably Steve Ells as well, understands that robots and humans can work together and kind of play on their various respective strengths and weaknesses to um, to produce a great burger or chicken sandwich or whatever the case may be. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of First Bite. We'll be back on Monday with a brand new one. Until then, stay up to date with all your news on NRN.com.